Matthew chapter 8, we'll read verses 5 through 13. We're also going to read from Matthew 15, verses 21 through 28. But we'll start with Matthew 8, chapter 5, chapter 8, <laughs> verses 5 through 13. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And a servant was healed in the selfsame hour. Moving to chapter 15, starting with verse 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. <clears throat> but he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not me to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. She said, Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. I'll speak for a few minutes on this topic. What kind of faith? What kind of faith? Let's pray again and ask the Lord to bless the remainder of our service, that his purposes here would be accomplished. Lord Jesus, we give glory and honor unto you. You sit upon the throne of this city. You sit upon the throne of this church. You are in charge. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and we are your humble servants. I pray, Lord, assume control of this service from this point forward. Help us to discern the, the, the direction you'd have us to go. Help us, Lord Jesus, as one body, seek the direction of Almighty God. Let your purposes be accomplished here in our midst today. Let your great name be glorified in our service. Let all things happen according to your perfect will. These things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much. You can be seated. When it comes to receiving anything from the Lord, the first thing that typically comes to mind or comes to a message or a sermon is the topic of faith. We understand that we need faith. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. We understand that faith is the uh, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I didn't mix those up. I have. 
Faith is important. But our understanding of faith is sometimes a little bit skewed. It's sometimes a little bit off. And what I mean by that is, when we think of faith, or perhaps more poignantly, a lack of faith, we pray, we don't get answers. We try to do something for God, and it doesn't quite go the way we thought it would. And so we attribute that to, I have a lack of faith. I don't have enough faith. If I had faith like Brother Lee Stone King, if I had faith like the missionaries, all of these things would happen. But they're not happening, and so it's got to be a lack of faith. Like faith is some quantifiable substance, and if I had just more units of faith, I could get this thing done. And that's not how faith works. That's not what faith is. It's not some thing that's measured in units or or faith stacks. And if I had just a little bit more of them, I could do something really cool for God. The idea that I just don't have enough faith is not correct. It's not right. We have enough faith. But what kind of faith do we need? James 2 and 20 says, But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Okay, so we understand that we need an obedient faith. We can't just believe in the flying spaghetti monster because we have no reason to. We need a reason to believe. And then after that reason, we need to act out that reason. We need to discharge that, as it were, by demonstrating my faith with through my actions. If I believe something, I'm going to do it. If I don't believe it, I'm just not going to. I could say I do all day long, but I'm not going to do it if I don't believe in it, if I don't have faith in it. I always use the example of prayer. We want to believe in the power of prayer. We want to be known as a, as a someone who prays, a prayer warrior, a praying church. But if we don't believe in it, in our heart of hearts, we're just not going to do it. We're going to find reasons not to. We're going to find excuses to do other things. Because in our mind, they're more effective. They're more important to get done than sitting for a half hour mumbling some words that really isn't going to amount to anything. That's really what we're saying when we find a reason not to pray. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore unto God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Okay, this is an interesting thing. In our spiritual warfare, in our battle, if we look at Ephesians 6, the end of that chapter talks about the whole armor of God, right? But before that, it talks about children, obey your parents. Fathers, minister to your children. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters. Masters, know that you also have a master in heaven. And then in verse 10 it starts, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. These things go together. Before we can do anything, we have to first submit ourselves to God and to authority around us, over us. 
That is an important aspect of faith. If we're going to defeat the enemy, if we are going to do battle against the enemy, if we're going to see anything spiritual happen, we have got, we've talked about prayer, we've got to be praying people. But we've also got to submit ourselves to authority. We've got to submit ourselves to the Word of God. And I'm not just saying that because I'm currently the pastor here. I'm saying that because it's scriptural and it's effective. And if we're going to do anything for God, we've got to do it. So the Lord, Terry, you guys are going to have another pastor here. I'm going to move on or, or drop dead. And so uh, it's the only other, only two choices I see. <laughs> There's a third, I'll take it. <laughs> but Or stay here. But eventually, I'm going to move off. And someone else is going to come in. And that's the man you're going to have to submit to then. You're not submitting to a man. You're submitting to the office, the authority that God has placed on someone. Children don't submit to people. They submit to parents, parental authority that God has given them. All authority comes from God. If you resist the authority, you resist God. You don't want to fight against God. It's not going to end well for you. Ephesians 6.18 concludes by saying, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. That rounds out the chapter. To do battle, to be praying people, we have got to submit ourselves to authority. We've got to be obedient to that authority. We've got to be obedient to the commands of Scripture to the will of God. Matthew 7, 19 through 20 says this. Then came the disciples to, to Jesus apart and said, Why could we not cast him out? Jesus said unto him, Because of your unbelief. There it is. Just needed more faith. For verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Be Removed hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. So rather than a statement of, you don't have enough faith, it's really a statement of, <laughs> you just don't need a lot of faith. You have enough faith. So much so that it's true. If I can say the words... I have enough faith for that to happen. If I can pray to God, if I can muster up enough faith to call out to God for something, that is enough faith for it to happen. I may struggle with doubts. I may have fears, things in my life. I may not be living right. I may know that. I may I may have something in my life I'm struggling with. I may have... Uh, past things that I'm trying to deal with that are hindering me now in the present, trying to believe that God will do this for me. And we've talked about that. He's able, but he's also willing. We need to, we need to know both. We, obviously, he's able. He's, omnip, he's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He can do whatever he wants to do. But will he? Yes, he will. He absolutely will. He has bound himself to his word and said that he would. We have these exceeding good and precious promises. The reason they're so exceeding 
is because we stumble over them. They're too good. There's too much there. Obviously, it can't be that. It can't mean this. It can't mean that I can just pray and, and God's going to take care of it. Yes, it can. Yes, it does. And if we could just get a hold of that, if we could just understand the efficacy, the potency of the promises he's given us, we would begin to grasp what he is wanting to do through us. If we can't get a hold of it, we're going to continue to struggle with our lack of faith. And what that really translates to at the end of the day is, I can't believe that I can get this done. When a lot of people say, I need more faith, what they're really saying is, if I had more faith, I could get this done. And they don't even see that. They don't even understand it. If we look at our scripture text, we see a demonstration of faith. We see that it's really not all that special. It's not all that mind-blowing and fireworks going off and big crowds and, and everything that you would expect a miracle to, to come with. It's just a simple thing. It's just something that God 